what tends to happen is a lot of companies think that you go to market, you recruit a top salesperson or what you think is a top salesperson, and they you put them into place and they become a top salesperson. And so I think that's the the biggest challenge for companies. Welcome to the All In Recruitment Podcast by Manatel, where we explore best practices, learnings, and trends with leaders in the recruitment space. If you like our content, please subscribe to our channels on YouTube and Spotify to stay tuned for our weekly episodes. I'm your host, Lydia, and joining us today is Dan Fantasia, President and CEO of TreeLine. Welcome, Dan, and thank you for joining us. Hi, Lydia. Thanks for having me. Great. So I understand that TreeLine has been running successfully for more than 20 years now. So what's the secret behind that success? What are some key takeaways you've had during this time? Well, there's a lot of takeaways, but I think mm-hmm. the the biggest, uh, most important thing to our uh, our organization is our core values and culture. I mean, we've, we've been recognized as one of the best places to work in the United States and in Boston for years. Mm-hmm. And I think the key to our success through the highs and the lows, because we all know the recruiting space is very challenging, but it's having a positive culture, a positive team, people that live uh, the same core values so that we can continue to work and row all in the same direction, work hard together to make sure that we always find success and grow the organization. That's great. I mean, a point on culture is also would also mean you have to look into how to sustain that culture, right? So what might be some key points in order to maintain or, or evolve that culture to make it high performance? I think we have to listen to the team. I mean, we've been in business for 22 years. And mm-hmm. on a quarterly basis, we do something called Start, Stop, Keeps, where we we ask the 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 team, the employees, what they think we should start doing, stop doing, and keep doing. And unless you understand what is important to the team and the employees, you really can't build a culture of success. Because <laughs> mm. <laughs> sometimes you get caught up in your own head and the things that are important to you aren't necessarily important to the remainder of the company. And as a result, you, if you're not listening to the entire team, genuinely listening to them, you really struggle to build a, a positive, uh, you know, culture. And I understand also that, um, Treeline is, is currently fully remote, right? In its operations. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. How, how does, how does that work in terms of keeping this kind of culture and, and maintaining the performance? So we went virtual when uh, COVID hit, and then we decided as a team that we were going to stay as a virtual company. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you, the transition was rough, right? We had yeah. been in an office with a big bullpen and a lot of energy and t- so, you know, it was just really fun environment where everyone could pick each other up when they're having a bad day. And when COVID hit, then we went, you know, virtual. And when we went virtual, then we were trying to figure out everything, how to do our meetings, what technology we were going to use. Uh, mm-hmm. We learned that some people liked being remote and some people didn't. Uh, some people were good at it and some people weren't. So it took us a long time. I wouldn't say a long time, but it took us six months to a year to restructure the organizations, pivot to a virtual environment. And then once we stabilized, then we started to scale and grow. And I'll tell you, it's it's a way better environment than 
working in the mm-hmm. office. I mean, it really changed, revolutionized our business. Right. And and you have teams all over the US and, and uh, they all currently work remotely, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and this is a sales recruitment. Uh, you specialize in sales recruitment, as I understand it, right? You're exactly right. We, yeah. we, we are a niche player that we really help companies hire top sales talent. It, mm-hmm. It's so hard. Most companies really struggle. They can hire salespeople, but they struggle to find top producers. Right. You know, it's tough, really tough for them to figure that out. So what are some unique challenges that businesses tend to face when it comes to recruiting sales professionals, great sales professionals? For that what tends to happen is a lot of companies think that you go to market, you recruit a top salesperson or what you think is a top salesperson, and they, you put them into place and they become a top salesperson. And so I think that's the the biggest challenge for companies. Mm-hmm. They you, you think you hire a top producer and they become a top producer. But in actuality, there's much more going on. Um, you really want to align culture and you also want to align the selling style of the individual to the selling style of your organization. And that that includes a bunch of key characteristics that you really need to look out for to make sure you find the right fit for your company. And how does your firm help these businesses to identify or maybe just bridge that gap in terms of onboarding a new sales professional and getting them aligned with with the role and the culture? You know, you know, for for every new company that we meet, mm-hmm. we we spend a few calls with free consultation, understanding the uh, sales model, the environment, the culture. Um, what they're selling, their sales size, their sales cycle, their quotas, their, you know, we, we walk through everything with the company so that we can understand exactly what their model looks like. Once we understand what their model looks like, we can give them to dir- some direction on what we should all be re- looking for, at least what we would do, what our strategy would be to recruit talented sales professionals. Now, whether they choose to work with us or not is up to them, but at least they have an opportunity to consult with us and get they wrap their you know their their heads around what our strategy would be and maybe a different perspective as to how they need to hire and uh, you know talented individuals once they learn how to hire them then the question is around onboarding mm-hmm. onboarding and sustainability right what are the key performance indicators that uh, are going to help you identify if this salesperson is going to be a top producer, right? You should understand your metrics and um, really uh, hold the individual accountable to the job that needs to be done. And the sales roles itself can vary, you know, vastly from one industry to the other, right? So how does your firm adapt uh, the approach to recruiting salespeople from different industries and segments. We don't. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when okay. recruiting, uh, so when you recruit, so the thing is, when you're recruiting salespeople, the industry, it doesn't matter to us. Although mm. I would say we do not work in the business to consumer or retail market. It is not a space that we work. But in the business to business market, it doesn't, it it is irrelevant. What we are good at is we are we are excellent at finding top sales talent regardless of the industry. We know how to do it. We know how to search. We know how to get candidates excited. And what happens for many companies is 
Well, they have a really talented HR team. Most of the time we partner with those teams because while they handle all of the other roles in an organization, the sales role tends to be their biggest challenge. Mm -hmm. And because it becomes their biggest challenge, it, it creates the most amount of like headwind. And so when they're working on sales roles and they realize they can't find the talent they want, they really typically use us uh, for assistance. And then that comes down to your ability to find a top sales producer that is maybe the number one salesperson in their organization. They're over their quota. They're 200% of their quota. And we have the ability to reach out to that individual, get them excited, get mm-hmm. gain interest, and then you know educate them on new opportunities that may be able to advance their career, or at least educate them on opportunities that we think could really add value to their current career and situation. Uh, these top salespeople, right? They they must have some key qualities or skills that are fundamentally present in in sales itself. So, what what traits do they have in common, perhaps? I mean, the, you know, to find a top producer, and it's always controversial when I say this, but to find a top producer, they they are they're the they're the hardest workers. They work, and they they and when they when I say they work, um. Whether they like the job itself or not, they are driven by work. They're driven about accountability. They're driven to um, find accomplishments. And so what you'll find is, and it's not just sales, it could be every role in an organization, but those that are the most driven, and, and, and you can ask questions around this based on you know their early childhood all the way up to where they are mm-hmm. today. What have they done throughout their life? What are their accomplishments? Because you want those individuals that um, that love the work. They outproduce the typically the the entire team. So that's number one. But number two, um, some of the soft skills that are going to be important are dependent upon your environment and the sales type. Some type some environments are, are incredibly technical. And an incredibly technical person can be a really hard worker, but they don't need to be like rah, rah. A lot of times people think a salesperson, they say, what do you want in a salesperson? They say, I want someone that's driven, motivated, hungry, energized, you know, all of these things. Well, you can have an incredibly hard worker that doesn't display a lot of those uh, same characteristics, but is technical, is talented, can speak with uh, confidence and conviction, mm-hmm. is knowledgeable. And is and will outwork the competition. So, so there's so much to unravel when you're talking about organizations and cultures and and sales models um, to make sure that you can find them the right fit for their organization. It's interesting because the, the drive to produce results, you know, it's inherent in all salespeople, in, in anyone who's who's driven by and motivated by by goals and results, right? And what does it take? to keep a salesperson motivated in his role, in his or her role um, within the company? Yeah, well, I think, <clears throat> I mean, a lot of it has got to be, uh, a lot of it has to be internal. There has to be accountability and, and someone has to be motivated. But uh, there's a few things. One is it's building belief. It's building belief in what they're selling. It's building in belief in what they're doing. It's building belief that they can do it. And once they build belief, then they have to take action. Right. They have to reach out to companies. They have to mm-hmm. contact individuals. Once they take action, they start to see results. And when they see their results and they start closing business, then they become more motivated. And as they become more motivated, they believe more. 
And so if you're not building a culture where there is belief and they can do and they do the job and they they're accountable, then you can't sustain it. But mm-hmm. if they continue to find belief and they find success and they um, they can, you know, continue to succeed, they will become more motivated. And when you build that type of environment, it becomes very contagious. And not only does it become contagious, but then it spreads to the rest of the organization. So, so that's number one. Number two, uh, comp- healthy competition. Mm-hmm. Make it fun. You know, compete with each other. Uh, work together. You know, it could be team spiffs. It could be individual spiffs. But the point is, um, make it fun for the organization because uh, work doesn't have to be miserable. <laughs> Like no matter what the work is, you can make it fun. You just have to choose. You have to choose if you're going to have fun with it or not. So, so have fun and competitions and spiffs and giveaways and, you know, make it fun, make it dynamic. Cause we all know the job in sales is very difficult. Uh, and if you can do that, you can really sustain and motivate a, a really positive, talented team. And I know you mentioned this earlier about culture being, being, uh, critical when it comes to retaining talent in in specific organizations or in different businesses, right? So let's go back and really focus on that. So how important is culture fit when it comes to hiring sales professionals? Yeah, it it is. uh, It's critical. Um, And it's critical because um, if if your team does not live the same core values that the the corporation lives, it can easily become negative. And mm-hmm. once it becomes negative, then it then it's like cancer and that can spread uh, quickly. And so when some companies struggle is if you have a top producer that is not as positive as the rest of the organization, that is where companies struggle because now you have a talented person that's selling well, but they're actually on the back end destroying the culture and environment. And so for executives, that's always a challenging thing to figure out. What we do is we use our talent assessments. And we uh, basically, when we when we talk to and work with our consultants, and the ultimate goal is to coach them up. And so how do we coach them up? Well, we have to figure out where they need to be coached. And is it is it around productivity? Or maybe it's not productivity. Maybe they're crushing in productivity. So what are their, their, uh, how do they uh, live their core values? Do they share the same belief system? And if you find that they're not living the same core values, you either coach them up or unfortunately you have to coach them out. And that is something that took us a long time to figure out. You know, for example, one of our core values is compete to win. I mean, just have urgency, have, but when I say compete to win, compete with yourself, compete with your peers, compete with other firms that you're not familiar, right? Just, but, but have urgency and motivation and, you know, move quickly because that's what's required. If you have a person that can't compete to win or doesn't have that urgency and motivation, then you've got to find out as a manager, why, what is it about their, you know, what, what are they missing? Why are they not? Why don't they have the urgency? Is there something hampering their growth or what is holding them back? Hmm. And so as a result, uh, what we try to do is we try to figure out if they're high on production, but low in core values, they need to, we need to help them elevate themselves in core values. If they can't elevate themselves in core values and they continue to uh, live different core values, then unfortunately, they're not a great fit for our organization. But our goal is to coach them up both culturally 
and uh, you know from a productivity standpoint. And when you get both of those uh, moving up to like an A player, then your entire team will continue to be coached up. It's interesting, especially now. You know, you also mentioned that your your team is also decentralized now. It's remote work, and and everything is virtual, right? So. In terms of sales, hiring sales professionals who are fully remote, for instance, or, or virtual sales teams, you know, what is the key to it? What is, what is the, the way or what are some tips in, in keeping that motivation alive and also making sure that you're constantly checking in and all those tips that you just gave, right? Like keeping it fun and alive and competitive and exciting and uh, hungry, you know? So how do you how do you keep that going in terms of well, you know, virtual? It, it, it is, it can be challenging. So for example, a lot of companies are, uh, that are field-based anyway, so their their teams, their sales teams are many times remote as it is. Mm-hmm. But what we found is that the remote environment um, is even more effective because of all of the technology. Like we do, uh, we have a meeting, every, we have a standing meeting every single morning, mm-hmm. right? And it's a in some cases, it's a 15-minute meeting. In some cases, it's longer. But but the idea is, while we're not in the office together, we are still doing you know video calls like this all the time. Group calls, individual calls. Like we use video like we're like we're sitting next to each other at the office. The only downside is um, you don't have the camaraderie of the entire office at one time no one's exactly going out for lunch together right mm-hmm. the, those things aren't happening but we do trips and club trips and you know company trips and all kinds of things to try to get the team together but video has been you know technology zoom you know google meet and all of these things have made it so easy to communicate and meet each other it's just like you said virtual and in terms of adapting or adopting technology, especially artificial intelligence that we see today, right? All the different tools that are available. How how has your firm embraced these different tools and technological changes around well, um, recruitment specifically? Yeah, I mean, we uh, well, we we're we have a team that's we 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 test and try all kinds of AI stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> I can't say we're experts yet. No. I don't know if the technology is completely there for us, but we do. We we, we brainstorm on, a, especially in our month end meetings, um, about what technology, what's changing, what should we try, what should we use. So so far this year, we've tried so many different um, applications to improve the, our business a, to get AI better. Applications. Yes. Yeah. Oh, correct. Yeah. yeah. And it's um, uh, we found nothing that's really knocked it out of the park for us, but we're going to continue to try. We've also built our own software mm-hmm. and we had to build our own software because we've been doing this for 22 years with the exclusive focus on sales recruiting. And the reason why we built that is because we wanted to offer our clients full transparency. So when they work with our firm, when we deliver a candidate to them, it's a three-dimensional candidate, right? Mm-hmm. Basically, it's their contact information, their photo, their um, compensation requirements. That's base salary and on target earnings. It's their average deal size. It's their sales cycle. It's the audience they're selling to. It's their percentage to quota. I mean, in a quick snapshot, you can see who a candidate is. You can see why we think they're a good fit. You can see all of the notes that we've included. You can see their availability. I mean, you can see their resume. You can see everything. So when a company works with us, 
as we start to introduce them to candidates, they see this quick snapshot and they're more educated than they've ever been before because instead of looking at a two-dimensional resume, they have all this data, which they can look at in probably two minutes and decide if a candidate is a good fit or not, number one. Mm -hmm. And number two, more importantly, it helps them become educated. They learn about the market. They see what the candidates have accomplished and what kind of compensation plans they're expecting. They see who they're selling to in their average deal size. And then they realize and learn with all of this data that we're sharing with them, what candidates could be a good fit. And as they start to interview them and as they start to learn more, they realize, wow, we, we've, we've never experienced this level of talent before. And now we understand what this level of talent costs mm-hmm. and what it's going to take to bring a top producer onto our organization. And how does that, how has that benefited your team internally in terms of looking at the data and looking at the talent pool that you have, the pipeline and, and the hiring process in itself? Yeah. I mean, so we've been doing, again, we've been doing this for 22 years. So we have a, a huge network and a really strong brand, which is, which is awesome. I'm thankful every day. I mean, we, 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 one of our core values is do what's right. And by doing what's right, you just build mm-hmm. a really strong following. Um, so our network is incredibly strong, which is awesome. So the reason why it's so beneficial is because the technology that we've built helps our recruiters understand the candidates that much better. And it's that much easier for us to search on those key, um, the key criteria that is important for our clients. So we can search on an individual that has an average deal size of 500,000 to a million dollars, or we can search on an individual that is selling to, you know, the healthcare marketplace or search on individuals that are transactional in nature or strategic in nature. And so as a result, because we share all this data with our clients, it's given us the ability to now dissect our searches and find the talent much more quickly. So Mm -hmm. for any search, no matter how difficult it is, we guarantee that we're going to introduce you to your first qualified candidate within uh, three days, three days or less. So that means that you're not going to hire the person in three days or less, but you are going to start, you're going to, you're going to see the talent that we can deliver. And the reason why we do it so quickly is because we know that hiring sales personal, uh, sales people is a critical success factor. And every day you're down a salesperson, you're losing revenue. So for our clients, we commit that within three days, we're going to find someone that's matched your exact needs and that's interested in your opportunity. Uh, and then what we do is we help them find the talent quickly. And usually within 30 days, they make a hire. So it's, you know, if you work with us, it's about speed. We've been doing this for a long time. We're excellent at what we do. And we want to find you the right talent quickly. So in terms of those who are starting out today in uh, sales recruitment, for instance, those who are you know breaking into that field and trying to uh, find their own path in this in this particular vertical or niche, right? So what what advice might you would you have? What advice would you have for those who are starting out in sales recruitment today? Yeah, I would say hang in there because it's a tough, really mm-hmm. hard road. It seems it seems simple, but. Um... You know, the first, a lot of people say that first five years of business is, is a struggle, but it takes, it takes time to build a brand and, and recruiting salespeople is, is, a, it's a challenging task. <laughs> We've just been doing it for so long, uh, that we just, you, you, you can never, I guess I'd say you can never give up no matter how difficult and challenging it gets. 
Just as a final question, going back to Treeline being a great place to work, what is secret ingredient behind that? It's culture, as you said, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's it's the people we hire. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we hire people that again live, that they they share the same core values. So it is easy to, um, it's easy to be motivated and love a, a culture and a brand and a company together. Right. And we just we, we, we just love the people we work with and uh, the work we do. It's just it's we I think we all feel very lucky to be, you know, be, to be part of something so great. Well, thank you very much, Dan, for your time and your generous insights today. I really enjoyed this this exchange. So for those who are listening in, someone might want to pick up a conversation with you. So drop us your contact details. I'm sure LinkedIn is one of them. Like all of. Yeah. All of oh, LinkedIn is. Yeah. You can find me on LinkedIn at Dan Fantasia. You can go to treelineinc.com our website if you want click on a contact us form and say i'd love to chat with dan and leave your contact information i'll I'll give you a ring or i'll send you an email but yeah linkedin or our website reach out i'm happy to chat even if you're just struggling to figure out your own sales environment and you don't need to hire you think you might need to hire and you just want to brainstorm um let me know i'm happy to jump on a call Thank you, Dan. And and we have been in conversation with Dan Fantasia, President and CEO of TreeLine. Thank you for joining us. And remember to subscribe for more weekly episodes of All in the Twist.